Hi, you're listening to 48 Minutes, and this is Tim Kittrow from NBA Jam. Ooh, boom, shakalaka. of the Bench Mob here on the 40 Minutes Basketball Network. Hoody I guess that's to follow it to my cowabunga. From a <laughs> yes, ago. it is. <laughs> okay. I, that was going to be my joke, and you, and you already took it. I was just going to say cowabunga, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's draft lottery nights. We're going to do our quick reactions. With a Coke Zero in hand. Cherry Coke Zero for me. Oh, I like it even. That's, look at, that's look a at good, you guys. Look at you guys. Fine drink. Trying to, trying to get healthy. Matching drinks. Matching, summer, baby. matching jerseys. Oh, yeah. You guys are, you guys are on your game bro. On one. For sure. I am Tim Daniel. I'm excited to be here talking the lottery, the conference finals, and I don't know what else will come up. If you watched, if you listened to last week's episode where we had a very in-depth conversation about winning time, which was a lot of fun. Um, actually, ended up finishing that this week, so I'm sure we'll touch on that at some point too. Um, but before we do, we'll get into the panel. As always, joining me by my side, Mr. Sean Mackey. Hello, uh, Tim Calabunga. Calabunga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Calabunga. Yeah. Righteous. And also joining us, he's back this week after a week hiatus. Mr. Ben Brown, how are you, buddy? What's- Man, I'm wonderful. As as the words of Inspector Deck, I bomb atomically Socrates' philosophies and hypotheses. And greetings, fellows. <laughs> well, little, little how do you follow that up? L- little Wu-Tang for you. I like it. I like all Wu-Tang comments here on the podcast, <laughs> so I stand it. All right. Well, as we're getting ready to get started with this week's show, first, kind of a quick reminder. We have T-shirts, sweatshirts. Merch Pants. it up. Merch, 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 merch. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Network.merchmake.com. Yes, Ryan, we are coming with the heat tonight, but we'll talk about the Miami heat. Lots later of it. On. Yes. yes, sir. Uh, but check this out. It's 48 minutes. Basketball.merchmake.com. If you're watching the live uh, recording, uh, I have the screenshot up here. Some T-shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies. Uh, you want to get some funny T-shirts like Ben's classic dry snitch T-shirt where he references Paul Pierce. All royalties go to Ben Brown on that T-shirt, by the way. Uh, All right. All right. And if you took <laughs> I, betting I advice. It. I do it for the kids, Tim. I do it for the kids. I know you do. I know you do. And if you took <laughs> betting advice this year from Taylor Bergfeld and it didn't work out, like all of us. <laughs> you have a T-shirt that says TB lost me money. We have that there for you as well. So uh, wanted to go ahead and touch on that. That's 48minutesbasketballnetwork.merchmake.com. Support the brand, and we're not talking some shitty-ass place like Barstool Sports. So with that being said, gentlemen, (laughs) the lottery was tonight. As you see, Sean and I are celebrating the Orlando Magic winning the lottery. (laughs) Just so fitting that a center is being considered for the top pick in the draft, and the Orlando Magic has a number one pick. Only happened. Every time, every Shaq, time, Chris Weber, Weber, Dwight Howard, and now mm-hmm. this. Um, but the rest, the rest of the field looks like the Oklahoma City Thunder at two, Houston at three, Sacramento at four, the Pistons at five, the big loser of the night because they were projected to be in the top three. Uh, the Pacers at six, Portland at seven, the New Orleans Pelicans at eight by way of the Lakers, uh, the San Antonio Spurs at nine, the Wizards at 10, the Knicks at 11, the Thunder at 12 by way of the Clippers and the Paul George trade. 13, the Charlotte Hornets, and 14, the Cleveland Cavaliers. So, Ben, I'm really excited you're here because you've done this show with us a few times. That it's now. This is a yearly tradition for us. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is our seventh lottery episode, actually. Cool. Yes, it is. Isn't that um, crazy? It is crazy. And you've always had to sit with us as Bulls fans watching the lottery of, like, what's going to happen? So oh, this yeah. Year, what was it like for you watching the lottery of, like, oh, my team's in the lottery for the first time, feels like, ever. <laughs> um, it, it was kind of crazy because, you know, it, the Pacers have been so consistent 
um, over the years as far as their play that, you know, we, we really haven't been in the lottery. So um, to see where we landed, um, this draft is a little bit deeper, I think, than people than people know or, or they think. So it, it's really cool to see that we'll be able to add a young, uh, talented player to our roster. Um, and, and, you know, we're definitely in a kind of a quasi semi rebuild slash, you know, keep some veterans slash we're trying to, you know, find guys that fit Rick Carlisle's system. So it, we're in a weird spot. So it'll be interesting to see, uh, you know, who we pick and, and how they fit what we want to do. But yeah, um, it was interesting to be in the lottery. You know, we hadn't, I, you know, since I've been a Pacers fan, you know, I can only remember one other time even being in the lottery. So yeah. Was it Reggie Miller? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That was the last time. That's kind of wild. That worked pretty, out pretty, pretty, well. Pretty, pretty good worked pick, out well too. For us, worked out well yeah. for us, you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, everybody wanted him to take that bum from Indiana that was really good, <laughs> and then the, everybody was all pissed off about Reggie getting in there, and he became probably yes. the greatest player in franchise history. Absolutely. There's always that, like, every year, though. Like, have you seen that clip of uh, Josh Allen from the Buffalo Bills when people are like, pissed off the bills took him and it's like mm-hmm. you picked the wrong josh because that was the year josh rose was in the draft and uh he was on the miami dolphins practice squad this year yeah and josh allen <laughs> and josh allen might be the best quarterback in football so absolutely yeah. Yeah. so yeah that's pretty normal um you know sean and i were talked about before we got on air we were actually pulling for the magic to win the lottery this year uh we talked a little bit throughout the season all of us did just how much we liked the young talent that they have with guys like mm-hmm. Franz and Jalen Suggs, um, Cole Anthony, Cole Anthony, yep, yep. You know, RJ Hampton, so on and so forth. Um, so this is exciting. Uh, I, I'm really excited for Orlando. I know that they will somehow mess it up because they might make the right pick, but they'll make the wrong decision some point along the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, but really excited for them. Um, Oklahoma City with the second pick. You know, if you're Houston, though, it's like this isn't like a consolation prize by any stretch of the matter. You're getting a really good player at three. Um, even, you know, down to Detroit. I mean, you know, that top five, you know, yeah. you're looking at that shade on sharp, Jaden Ivey yep. range, like pretty, pretty stacked. But uh, I'm excited for Orlando. I think this is great. You know, another big time player to put with their young talent. Um, really, really pumped about this. Well, kind of so. But overall, biggest losers got to be Detroit, right? I mean, they were project- they were yeah. they were a top four. They fall out um, between Sacramento because Portland gets a se- gets the seventh pick. Shout out the seventh pick not being the Bulls. It's such a nice feeling. <laughs> I know, isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah, such a nice feeling. Um, I always I, I always get a little bit jealous though. We're not in the draft lottery. It's like I don't really have anything. I have no, no skin in the game right now. So. And here I am, you know, at nine o'clock, and I got an Orlando Magic jersey on. You know, it's like this is all I can it's a, do. It's a yeah, it's a bizarre world. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's a bizarre world. Yeah. So, do you guys have any thoughts, real quick, before we get to kind of the more of our conversations on you know, your reaction to the lottery, how you could see things panning out, who who you could potentially see trading up, who you could see trade? Like, there's no such thing as trading down. Like that just doesn't no. happen. Uh, uh, I'm excited to see what the Thunder do. Um, since they I have so, less. I mean, I know, I know, Tim, they're not, they're not <laughs> one of your faves, but, um, I am excited to see what they do with that roster. Um, with, they still have tons of picks, um, they still have, uh, moves that they can make. So I'm interested to see, um, what they do, um, and how they, how they fill their needs, which are a ton. They have a ton of needs to see how they fill those needs and what they do with all those picks and also having a top five pick. So. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, so that kind of brings us to the three men who we've talked about all year, whether you listen to At Large Bid or any other podcast talking about the potential of the NBA draft of who goes number one. Um, so right now, uh, Jonathan Gavani of ESPN has the Magic taking Jabari Smith at one. Um, I think CBS, I think Gary Parrish actually had, I could be saying this wrong, think he had Chet Holmgren at one. Not many people mm-hmm. have Paolo Bancaro at one, which is kind of surprising to me. Um, I think Jabari Smith is the most complete player in this draft. If I'm Orlando, I take him. Uh, he's, you know, got an unbelievable skill set. And, you know, like, I think Chet 
you could convince me he's going to be the best player in this draft, and that's why you should take him at number one. I mean, a seven foot one rim protector who shoots threes. That's mm-hmm. that's a unicorn. That's what Christoph Porzingis is supposed to be. Yeah. And CBS had CBS has Jabari Smith four. 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 Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm, they I'm, they have Holmgren, Branchero, <laughs> Ivy Smith. I love yeah. Ivy. So, I do too. So so my my old go-to, I'm still still going there after 15 years of being a basketball is NBA draft.net. Um, and, uh, uh, also an NBA 2k as a mock draft in franchise mode. So, yes. So, um, <laughs> they currently have Jabari Smith going to Orlando. Number two, Jaden Ivy going to Oklahoma city, Palo going to Houston and Chet going to Sacramento. And God, oh. I don't, I don't want to see Chet there because oh. I, I, because, because I'll tell you why I, uh, I had never seen or heard of Chet until tonight. I'm going to be completely honest with you because I completely swore off the NCAA season. So I was, I was familiar with Jabari. Yes. So because I'm not, I'm just, I'm not. The only time that I'm really interested is when I'm covering games. That that's when I get interested and stuff. And like, but you know, watching Duke and in North Carolina, it's just they're just not teams I care about. So um, I do get a little bit interested when Kentucky gets in, just because you know when I was growing up, I was, you know, Rick Pitino. Yeah. So, uh, you know, but watching Chet, I was just, he's such an awkward looking guy on TV. Like I, 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 like they, they put, put him up on the, yeah, yeah. You're like, I've never seen him play. So I'm like, I'm like, okay, this guy right here, who's not wearing a suit very well, you know, on on national television, <laughs> but he was hard to fit a suit for a seven to one hundred and twenty pound guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but he was still wearing a he was still wearing a better suit than the admiral. That thing he was wearing was awful. So, but uh, you know, I, I look at him and I'm like, man, can we get him and Franz together? Can we get these guys on the same team and just just be awkward together? It'll be great. <laughs> That's probably gonna happen. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm all for it, man. I'm, I'm buying it. I know nothing about this guy. I think, like I said, if it were me, I would take Jabari Smith. I think he's the most, at this moment, you know, it's the draft. It's NBA okay. career. Anything crazy can happen. I think at this moment, he is the mo- he's the guy I'm the most confident in will be a successful NBA player. Does he, um, does, does he fit with Franz, though? Um, I think he could. I mean, especially... Okay. You look at a situation where, um, you know, you look at Jabari, and this is what, you know, Tankathon for him has his pluses at projected three-point percentage, stretches the floor, free throw percentage, can score, points, assist to turnover, three-point, you know, defense to rebound, steals, box plus minus. Like, his weaknesses are field goal percentage, effective field goal percentage, and offensive rebounding. Who cares? You know, like, right. they're going to have guys that can do that. Um and I think a Jabari Franz thing could really work together. Chet and Franz does make more sense, especially with Jalen Suggs. Um, but I, I, I just, I don't know. Jabari in Orlando with Cole Anthony would be so unbelievably fun to watch. And they would, they would immediately be a league pass team for me immediately. Okay. Well, I can, I can I'm, I'm sold. I'm sold. Yeah. Plus like just a fun young team. They have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Blows my mind. People don't want to live in Orlando, Florida, and play basketball. Like, just crazy to me because, like, if I could live in Orlando, Florida, I would by now. Um, yeah, a lot. A lot of people would choose other places in Florida besides Central Florida, Tim. Well, <laughs> there's there's no beaches there, man. <laughs> right, Miami, I mean, man, Miami. I know they got. I mean, it's a it's a town with a gigantic rodent problem. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> not a mouse joke. Oh no! Oh! <laughs> oh no! Not a Mickey Mouse joke. Do you like it? Uh, I, I love it. I love it. Not cool. I love it. Not cool. And if I lived in Florida, I'd 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 be at the parks probably every day if I lived down there. But dude, that's a. I mean, you'd have to get what? season pass like that. Why don't Why don't you go to Kings Island with me? It's right up the road. And ride what? Everything. No. No. You don't like, you're not Orion, like. You no. wouldn't ride Orion. No. What's he on Diamondback? 
You've never been on Diamondback? Is that still a thing? Yes! It's legit. No. How is that blue, not your thrill? Blue ice cream? Uh, Dole Whip, Ben, first off. <laughs> oh, Tim. Oh, Tim. All right. Yeah. We, got some, we got some work to do, man. No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> we could have this conversation all night. I'm not afraid. But yes, Tavari Smith better be coming off the plane with Mickey ears and rocking that Disney patch on his jersey next year. Um, but if Chet does, that's cool too. Um, yeah. I'm curious to see what happens with Shadon Sharp since he enrolled early at Kentucky but didn't mm-hmm. ever play because he didn't have to because of his draft age and he was a year out of high school. Very, very smart move, by the way. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's been mentioned enough. He probably saw Monty Bates and was like, nope, not having yeah. that happen to me. That's nope. exactly what he did. That's exactly what he did, Sam. Yeah. He looked at that and was like, um, yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and sit out this year. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, he so, wasn't going to take that risk. Do, do you guys know which high school Shadon Sharp went to? Not off the top of my head. Mm-mm. It's called Dream City Christian. That's an awesome name. Yeah, <laughs> for that's cool. That's legit. Dream, Dream City. Yeah, that is cool. Um, I mean, I think if he had been playing this year, Kentucky would have had a shot at winning the title. I'm not going to lie to you. He's that good. But I'm also so glad he didn't because watching Kentucky lose in the first round was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> It was so fun. Oh, man. All right. So let's get into a little conversations about the conference finals and try to preview those real quick. Um, first off, we got a pl- the game once tonight uh, in the Eastern Conference Finals. We have the rematch of the bubble Eastern Conference Finals. Finally got that right. Didn't get it right last week. Uh, the Heat and the Celtics. Um, so obviously Miami runs through Philly. Uh, they were, you know, and had a lot of rest. Boston plays through seven and Milwaukee shouldn't have even showed up for game seven. Uh, it was unbelievable how bad they were. Giannis was horrible in the second half, mm-hmm. but shout out to Boston for how well yeah. they played defensively. You have to give them credit. I'm, um, I think the Celtics win this series. I hate to say it, but I really do. Yeah. I think, uh, I, I don't think we gave enough credit to a lot, a lot of people were talking about the, the bucks melting down and everything. They were down a player. Um, the Celtics were so good in game seven. Like they were so, yeah. so good. And they yeah, just absolutely. didn't, they did not let their foot off the gas on that. And, um, but you know what, you know what I really, you know, going back to Milwaukee, like, you know, one thing that I really liked when I saw, you know, when they finally, they sat down Giannis at the end of the game and he had this look on his face, like that's a guy who really wants to win and actually cares. And like, mm-hmm. he actually like, like there's some guys that lose and just kind of shrug it off and whatever. Like it, you could tell, like it was really tearing him up. He wasn't going to like run out to the strip club that night or anything like that. Like he was, yeah. he, he like, he was totally just like distraught by it. And he was, he just looks like somebody who's just driven all the time. Uh, which is one of the reasons I love him so much. But shout out to Boston, man. Um, Jason Tatum, bona fide superstar right now. Yep. Um, Jalen Brown. Everybody on this team is playing well. Uh, was it uh, Williams? Just had the best Grant game of Williams. his career. Grant oh Williams, had the, best, Grant Williams. Yeah, had the best game of his entire career the other day. And I mean, like towards the end, I was like, they were almost just running up the score. They were just sinking every three-pointer. Yeah. Um, and you know, Milwaukee's got some work to do. I don't know what you do this season at the end. You know, uh, you know, Middleton's obviously got to get get better. But, you know, uh, do you move on from from Brooke Lopez? Um, yep. You know, do you move on to, you know, do you get some other uh, some other shooters around you? I mean, I love Pat, yep. obviously, but yeah. uh, don't love that that Dookie boy playing for him at all. So well, and Grayson uh, Allen and he uh, he was not great. He lost all yeah. his superpowers after the Bulls series. Like he was That's, incredible in the Bulls series, and in this year, I'm like, couldn't that have carried over? Like, yeah, he was. Yeah, uh, you know, I feel I I feel so bad for him losing when he loses. I just hate when bad <laughs> things happen to good people. <laughs> you are crazy. <laughs> just, just hate when no. bad things happen to good people, man. I just honestly, I mean, I, I, I Sean, you're hitting a nail in the head. I, I think that. They've got to put some more pieces around Giannis. He's too talented. 
he's too good of a player um, to not have, you know, you know, Drew Holiday is good in spots. Um, you know, of course, they didn't have Middleton, who's good in spots. But they, they've got to get deeper, man. They've got to get deeper. They've got to find guys that can come off the bench and, and, and make plays and be effective. You know, when, you know, I like Pat Connaughton. You know, he's a, he's a friend of the show. Um, you know, but when him and, you know, Grace now and your guys off the bench, like that's just, you've got to have some more firepower there. So I'm hoping that they give him some help. And he's able to uh, uh, make some things happen because, like Sean said, he's 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 top three player in the world. Um, he gave it. I mean, his I mean, he's the only guy to score what two hundred points, one hundred rebounds, and something a year. Like like he's he's some legit. Crazy, he played. Yeah. yeah, he played his heart out. You know, but they just they just did not have any, enough bullets in the gun, man. Like they were just like, you could tell like. Boston got on that run and they had they had no answer. They had no answer at all. And it was like, all right, we'll just keep feeding the ball to Giannis. And Giannis is like, hey man, like I can do what I can do, but if nobody else around him is playing well, then and it's it's pretty much a wrap. He need, you know, I like Chris Middleton and maybe he would have made a difference, but he needs one more like star, like like true star. Um, yeah. to be able to carry the load when when things aren't going well. I hear Donovan Mitchell might be available this offseason. Now, see, I, I, I would, I would love that, um, because of, like we just talked about, Donovan Mitchell and Giannis would be, that would be a dangerous combination. Let's have Keyshawn and Jay Williams come up with some god awful trade on the trade machine. The show, us <laughs> how that could work, right, guys? Oh my god, they should like be like. Their their web proxy. I understand ESPN has the trade machine and they work for ESPN, but their like intranet proxy should still block them from getting on that. Oh website. yeah, yeah. yeah. They should be like, I know this is ours, but you guys are not welcome to it. Yeah. <laughs> Little band guy pops up. They're like, nope, nope, nope. You know the old sports editor commercial with Anthony Davis, where he'd be like, it was just him popping like blocked, blocked. blocked. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember that that was a good one. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I can really add much more to the conversation about Milwaukee the way you guys did. I think you both really kind of hit on the head. Get shooters around Giannis. Um, pick up another big time player to help him out. I don't think I don't know if Donovan Mitchell's realistic by any means. I just kind of threw a name out because I knew they were going to be shopping he's, him. He's available. Yeah, hopefully for his sake. Yeah, yeah. Get me the hell out of Utah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, so. Going to Boston now, I think this is kind of like a really unique situation. Um, obviously, like I said, I already said, I feel like I'm picking the Celtics to win the series. I know they're they're down quite a few guys tonight with Marcus Smart out and Al Horford out. Um, is Al out? out? Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. he's out. Uh, health and safety. safety protocols. Ooh, yeah. Um, which you know, if Miami can get Kyle Lowry back, that can open up a lot of doors for them, especially with Marcus Smart out. Well, I don't, they want, I don't know if they want him back. They're six and zero without him. Yeah, they may be like, yeah. like, yeah, we don't really don't need him. <laughs> well, here, here's the thing. Like tonight, like looking at the game tonight, they're you know they're in Miami. They have home court advantage right now. Um, without Marcus Smart in the game, like if if you're Miami, you got to win this tonight. This is yeah, this is your night yeah. to strike. This is your night to strike, and and Boston's already hungry. Like they're already just going at the throats. I mean, you got to. You got to admire how much they've just put their foot on the gas and just kept going because this is a team that went from we were joking about them early in the year and just how bad they were and it's they're like now they, they're legitimately I mean they were they were awful at the beginning of the year and Terrible. they somehow Terrible. you know we had Marcus Smart talking shit about the the other players on the team then he goes on to win Defensive Player of the Year Jason Tatum makes like another jump um, he was you know about firing Udoka like halfway through the season like straight Tony mm-hmm. Perez style yeah yeah so <laughs> so. So it's like you look at all that, and they've they've uh, they've turned everything around, and they have a. Le- and here's the thing: the NBA championship is completely wide open this year. It's completely wide open. Yeah, these four there teams. Is, there is no one that has a definite advantage over anybody right now. Uh, everybody is every. I know, I know, but everybody here has had a a couple slip up games. No one has looked unstoppable. I mean, the Grizzlies, 
going against the Warriors, I mean, they 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 went at him a couple games. So it's like, you know, you let your foot up on the gas a little bit, anything can happen right now. And the Celtics are going for it, and they are overachieving like crazy right now. I mean, they might have the defensive player of the year, and they might have, you know, Jason Tatum and another all-star in Jaden Brown. But, I like, to me, like, like, I thought they were a piece away. And they still might be. I don't know. But they might be able to win it as is right now. And and if they do, it's it's an incredible run. And we got to recognize that, even though we won't want to. <laughs> I would say if like um, if this ended up being Boston and Dallas in the finals, which I know we'll get to the Western Conference here in a bit. Not that I think what uh, Dallas is going to get through Golden State. Uh, no. Luca is going to have to do that what he did in that series again. And that's a little harder to do against Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, Jordan Poole. And so on and so forth. Um, and there, but and, but he yeah. certainly can. I mean, yeah. Um, but if we get like a Dallas Boston finals, just kind of like this Jason Tatum versus Luca, like changing of the guard, new era, kind of like sh- like sh- arriving and showing that they're there, it's kind of cool. Like I can get into it. Yeah. Um, but I would really love to see Steph Curry win another ring. I'm not gonna lie me to you. Me too. They're they're my favorites. But I'll say this. Uh. If it is uh, the Celtics and the Mavericks, I, I for some reason I just I can't see the ratings for that being super huge. Nope, nope, no one's going to watch that's, that. That's the bad part about that. We is might be that, back on tape delay. Yep. Yeah, nobody's going to want to. Nobody's going to want to see that. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, outside of Dallas and Boston, <laughs> you know. So I, you know, I, I you know. Boston to me is is a team that is they're very intriguing because, you know, it, it seems like their pieces are fitting just at the right time. Um, Al Horford's, you know, kind of playing like old Al, Al Horford, um, you know. So when they get him back, um, and of course Marcus Smart comes back, uh, hopefully in this next game, um, I think that you know you're going to have. I kind of agree with Tim. I think that I think that the Celtics are the team to beat. Even though I do like this Heat team, I mean, I do like I, I do like Jimmy Butler. I like Tyler Hero. Um, I like Bam. I, I you know Max Struess has played well. Apparently. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's you know this team has played well. You know they, they've got a re you know reemerging Oladipo. So you know they, they've got some pieces, but I just think this Boston team right now is just is is playing at a higher level. Um, you know, I, I, you know, I just think that they're playing at a higher level, and I think that um, the pieces that they have, with Tatum taking that next step, just makes them that much better. Yeah, I'm taking the Celtics in six. Hmm. Hmm. Sean, um, I'm going to go Celtics in seven. I, I agree with you, Tim. I say Celtics in six. Yeah. I was talking with Taylor about it earlier and I was just like, man, I'm like, I just, I hate, hate that it's the Celtics. I hate that it's the Celtics. And we were talking, he's like, yeah, he's like, I know. He's like, but like, if this team was wearing like any other Jersey, we would love this team. And I was like, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. This roster is great. I love yeah. this roster. I just hate that they play for that shithole city up. in the <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! Shots fired from the Midwest. Yeah. Congratulations, the Celtics are having a good year. The Red Sox suck instead of the Patriots, so take that. You know, if we couldn't if we couldn't throw a little Homer shade out there, what would we be? You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know? As I hit my knee on my desk, you know? and my camera shakes. Yeah. All right, on to the Western Conference. So. I am beyond stoked for this. Um, I thought, I mean, obviously we're going to have to talk about what the hell happened in game seven between Mm. the Mavs and the Suns. That was insane. I Mm. can't believe how bad that was. Um, Also (laughs) kind of okay with Devin Booker being put in his place after acting like it's such a jerk throughout the series. Like totally okay with the fact that Luca just destroyed him. Yeah. Well, yeah, um, Luca is a better player. I mean, at the, right, I was going to yeah. say that, dude. Yeah. I, there's, I was going to say that, dude. There's levels to this stuff, and Luca, you know, Booker talking trash to like, and I understand what I don't expect Booker to back down. I mean, I, I get where Booker's coming from, but sure. man, there's definitely, there's definitely levels. And you decide <laughs> to pull that trigger and say, hey, 
you know, want to talk trash to, you know, want to talk trash to Luca. Like, there's levels to this game. And Luca, he took it as the initiative to be like, all right, well, if this is the game we're playing, then, you know, I, I'm going to show you why I'm the best player on the floor. And he did exactly that. Um, you know, we were talking a little bit before, before the pod. That that game seven, like, like it was a culmination of uh, – it was a little bit of, like, just – karma for just their you know just for the you know crap talking they were doing it was luca who was just on another level um chris paul looked old as dirt um <laughs> like he just looked re- like and, and that's the thing like i i don't have anything wrong with chris paul you know you know pat bev was on you know sh- taking shots at him which, which is fine i don't care you know pat bev i'm not a big pat that bev oh, guy personally about that. I forgot about oh yeah that. oh yeah we got we got to get him I, I am not a Pat Bev guy personally. Like I, I, I think that he's um Save it, save it. We're gonna talk about it. Save it. Okay. Anyway, okay, I'll slide by. Anyway, um Chris Paul looked old in the series. Um like, or not in the series, but he definitely looked old. Um uh, he definitely looked old in that game. Like you could definitely tell that when it got to game seven, he was hurt. He was not in the same self. He he did not play the same way he had played at game 40 as he had played in that last game. Like you could tell his body had just taken a toll. And as much as he tried to say he didn't, you you can much as he tried to get out there and run and do the things that he does, he looked exhausted. He looked yeah. tired. Well, well and, and I and I don't think it was just him either, but I, you know, he's a big part of it. You know, when when you're Second best player is, you know, 37 years old trying to be, you know, the guy he was 10 years ago in a game seven. It just don't work. It just doesn't work. Yeah. Like LeBron well, had his one and that he probably will never have it again in that game yeah. seven against the Celtics. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I feel like if we go back some episodes this year and maybe last year, I have I have said in the past that I will never bet on Chris Paul to win anything in the NBA playoffs. And every year we're all like, well, maybe this is the year he's going to do something. And yeah. guys, he his since he turned 37 years old a couple weeks ago, he's averaging nine points a game and like five assists. So like it was like a switch was flipped on him and they were like, all right, that's cool. Off to the old people's home, you know? <laughs> so, which I'm 37 too. So let's not go there, but. Time but, for the tapioca. So, <laughs> <laughs> but, but guys, I mean, the fact that this guy's had the run that he's had over the years has been incredible. I mean, not Absolutely. many guys from those from that era are are still playing at his his level. Um, I mean, we got to give him credit where oh, credit absolutely. is due. But this team ran out of gas. But on top of running out of gas, there was some internal stuff that happened. I was going to bring this up. Yes. Yeah, and and apparent and, and DeAndre Ayton played seventeen minutes in Game Seven, and Monty Williams, when asked about this. He said the reason why he played that it was internal. So I don't know what happens there with this, but what, everything just came out in one game. It was it was like they had just given up. I've never seen a team give up like that, and and I don't know if we ever will see that again. There's never if you come out of the regular season on such fire as legitimately the favorite to win the NBA title going into the playoffs. Legitimately, you are Mm -hmm. playing so well and you are such a well-oiled machine and you go in and you lay an egg like you did. And just like, I mean, like after they went down, you know, it was like 10 points, 15 points and you get to 20 and you think that they're, you know, the other teams, you know, you think that they might go on a little bit of a run and they don't go on a run at all because they just keep getting buried with threes at the other end. And they just keep running up the score. And then you got Luca just clowning them at this point and smiling mm-hmm. and mocking them for everything that's happened. And wow, just wow. I don't, I don't know how you come back from that. And and this team is not going to come back from that. It is going to look very different next year. Aiton is gone. There is no way he plays another game for them. Zero. A little, uh, little DeAndre Ayton for Vucevic action. You say yes, 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 yeah? yes. And I am, I am all, I am all game for that. We will play him more than seventeen minutes in a game seven. I guarantee <laughs> it. I guarantee yeah. it. 
Yeah, so that was that, that that was frustrating too. Like fishy, very fishy. Know, yeah, like a guy that's helped you get to where you are and done the things that he's done to play him only seventeen minutes and like I, I don't know some, something was not right there. Um, and I and I you know I agree with you, uh, Sean. I don't I don't think he'll be back. Um, I, I think that I don't know. I, I hate to say it's egos. Um, but there has to be some of that stuff involved um, when you're talking about, you know, your Devin Booker's, your Chris Paul's. Th- those guys have, um, you know, they there's something about when you go into a game like that, there shouldn't be any hesitation in putting your best players on the floor. Like DeAndre Ayton is, if not the second, is the third best player on their team. I mean, if you're counting Chris Paul, Devin, but like, like, he can't play just seventeen. Like, like there's something there's something going on that wasn't right in that. And you could tell from the opening tip that that team was not the same team that played game one, game two, right? Or yeah, or at absolutely. the end, of it. like like there was something there was something not right about it. Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, I definitely agree that that DeAndre Ayton has played his last game as a Phoenix Sun. And I am curious to see how that goes. I'm all for the Bulls making a move to get him. I love that thought. Give him um, Kobe. Give him give throw, throw everything at him. It might be a Kobe and Vooch for Aiton kind of thing because it's got to be a sign and trade, and a, and possibly he, possibly a pick. Yeah, the Bulls have the 18th pick. Like, yeah, sure, you know, yeah. Oh no, we don't get EJ Liddell from Ohio State. Son of a bitch. Like, I'm <laughs> I'm okay with that. I like EJ Liddell, but. Um, yeah, I would like DeAndre Ayton a lot better. <laughs> I would too. Yeah. I mean, so, and I'm a, I'm an Ohio State guy. Like I like EJ Liddell, but I would like DeAndre Ayton a lot better. Same. Oh man, same. I thought Peter Tucker and blows Achilles there. Oh man, that's not good. He, he limped off the field. That's limped off the court. That's not good. Nope. The key to beating the Celtics is PJ Tucker. We learned this last year. Oh no. Yeah. Does not He's going good. straight to the locker room, man. He's not flexing that foot. I hope it's not his Achilles. Knicks uh, fans sorry, right but... now are like, what to, what to do from Derpy Gaming and our on the YouTube chat. First off, Derpy Gaming, thanks for stopping by. Um, if you're the Knicks, uh, pl- please don't take on Russell Westbrook. I think that's step one. Please, please don't. Yeah. Uh, I think that's definitely step one. Make sure Russell Westbrook does not end up wearing your jersey. Come Donovan on. Mitchell, if you can make that happen. No for it. it. No yeah. for it. Westbrook is as good as a Nick. Home sweet home. I'm calling it. <laughs> no Westbrook <laughs> in the garden? Westbrook in the garden? Are you kidding? <laughs> I, they're made for each other. They're made for each other. I'm a Cavs fan. <laughs> All right. That's much better. <laughs> much better. You have a lot of fun to be excited about there. A lot of you fun do. because that that you know, Cavs roster yeah. is dope. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you should be excited. Yeah, and and you and you're probably getting LeBron next year. Let's <laughs> 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 <To> be honest. <laughs> yep. That's probably pretty accurate. Um, yep. I'm back no. home again. Again. I'm coming home. <laughs> this time, time, instead of just playing the, the P Diddy song, P Diddy will literally like be there as he gets off the plane. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, oh man, Darius Garland and I have the same agent. All right. Yeah, that's 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 a no doubter. Say less. Um, no doubter. I I love the Cavs, man. I I hope I hope Colin Sexton comes back healthy because he just makes them so much more fun. Um, so much more fun. Mm-hmm. So. I do want to talk real quick before we get into the Pat Bev stuff um, about this Golden State <laughs> Dallas series. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm going to pick Golden State to win the series just because the experience, the core, all that stuff, obviously the coaching and so on and so forth. Though Jason Kidd has been really good in this. I, I, I got to give him credit. He's been a great coach. Yes, he's got he them has. figured out. The, like he's figured out their defense. Um, but he's, he's come a long way since the, uh, the ice spill. Yeah, he has. <laughs> yeah. Um, he really has. He really has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's done so, a phenomenal job, man. He's done an absolutely phenomenal job. So I come back to, I really think the Warriors win this series. And I talked about this with Taylor today. I have no idea who guards Luka in this series. Like, can't be Steph. 
Clay Thompson, you know, for how good he was in that last series, still getting his lateral quickness back. Like, and that's what you need to guard Luca. You can't bring uh, Wiggins out there. Why not? Why, why would you not, not bring Wiggins? Wiggins out? He can't. That's he can't play that defensive. Do you put Do you put Draymond? That's on what Luka? I'm wondering. I'm wondering. Do you put if, him on? If If not Wiggins, it's got to be Draymond. If yeah, not. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, if it's not, yeah, there's no other explanation. Like, if if Wiggins is not guarding him, then it's going to be Draymond. But yeah. I. Here's the thing: is Draymond Draymond can can put all his effort <laughs> tonight. Fans, ten, tonight. Tonight. We had these jerseys in our closet from 2003, so we've we've been we've been just waiting to bust them out. So here yeah. we are. Like I said there previously, I, I I had a Shaq jersey, but that was from high school, and I'm not that same size anymore. So <laughs> I had, That's I had right. to leave it. Um, but no, I, I think Draymond. Here's the thing with Draymond: he can give you all the effort defensively because he's not really he, he's not really uh, their <laughs> offensive one or two. You know what I mean? So so you don't need him to score a whole bunch of baskets. Now, granted, he is a huge part of their offense, setting their screens, setting up their offense, getting guys in the right position. He's a big part of what they do, but they don't need him to score. So he can put a lot of effort into defending Luka. Now, with that being said, um, you know, I, I think uh, Luka to me is at a point where I don't think you can stop him. Um, I think it's it's a matter of how he gets his points and when he gets his points, and they're not in bunches. So if you if you notice when they were playing the Suns in that game seven, like he was rattling off points in bunches, and, and when you when he rattles off points in bunches, that's when he becomes his best Luca because he finds his rhythm. Then he's starting to smile. He's starting to smirk. He grimaces. He's got that got that Luca face. You know what I mean? That's the thing is breaking up that rhythm. And if if you know if you're Draymond, I think that's the key to that. It's not it's not it's not stopping Luca. It's making sure he doesn't make those Luca type plays and Luca type runs. Now in turn that you can still I don't know if that team is strong enough. Uh, I don't know if they're strong enough offensively. If you blitz Luca, anytime they're in the pick and roll, anytime he's in a one on one, you know, if you blitz him, I'm not sure if the other guys on their team are consistent enough in making shots, you know, in order for them to be able to be effective to win games. If that makes sense, you know, like 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 Spencer did when he got hot in Game Seven, but outside of Game Seven, like he was. I mean, I, I don't want to say non-existent, but you know, you know, he scored his twelve or fourteen. Brunson was the same way. Like Brunson, into the regular season, super hot. Had a, you know that first round, he was super hot, but then in these other series, he's been ice cold, or he's not shot the ball very well. So I don't know if those other guys can be can score enough consistently if you get the ball out of Lucas' hands and don't let him beat you. This is going to be one of those nights. Like, this is going to be one of those series where Golden State is at some point going to have to be like, look, Andre, Iguodala, we're going to have to have you go out there and just play defense. Like, we we need everything we possibly can get from you. Will um, he be back for that series? Looks like they're saying he could be back as early as Friday from what Mark Medina from NBA.com is reporting. I'm actually reading his preview right now to see what they ha- how they have on. Here's one that's really interesting. So, the Mavericks lead the playoffs in time of possession, averaging 22.4 minutes of possession through their first 12 games. For the third straight year, Luka Doncic leads the postseason in individual time of possession at 10 minutes per game. The Warriors, meanwhile, rank 14th at 20.2 minutes of possession with nobody in the team among the top 10 individuals. They rank first in player movement and second in ball movement, passes per 24 minutes of possession while the Mavs rank 15th and one and 16th in the other. So that's like just a total contrast of styles of like the Warriors, as we've known for years are all about like move the ball around and get to get to here, get to here, get to here where Dallas is like Luca kind of sets everything. We've seen this obviously. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think that's going to make it really fun. Here's my real question about the series though, because we know it's going to happen. We just got to figure out when, 
what game does Jalen Brunson have his insane like thirty three points off the bench yeah. game? Because that's yep. gonna happen. Yep. Like he's gonna oh, have yeah. that game. Yeah, he's been incredible. He's I been absolutely Jaylen incredible. Brunson. You will yeah. never hear me say, and like I know, like as a, someone who covers Xavier basketball, I shouldn't say this. I love all those Villanova kids. All of them. Yeah. I love all those kids. I love seeing them do well in the NBA. It's awesome. Um, yeah, so just contrast in styles. What do you get from Luca? Like, how does you know, can he do what he just did again? I truly believe he can. Um, I can't wait for like we have that, like it's gonna be like 98, 94, five minutes to go in one of the games, and Luca and Curry just go back and forth for like a minute and just kind of like go back up and down the court. Like that's going to be fun. Um, also too, you know, like Sean said, like you look at game six of that series with Memphis where they just get smoked. And then, so like they've had like a couple of games where it's like, they've played with their food and like, it's mm-hmm. came back in bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, you can't do that with Luca because he's going to take full advantage of that. Um, so it's going to be fun. I'm really excited for it. I do think Golden State wins, and I know it's so cliche to say. Um, I'm taking the Warriors in six. Mm. I'm uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna just rub against the grain there and say Warriors in five. I was gonna say Warriors in five as well. You two are like me and Josh that one week where we said the same thing to everything. And now (laughs) now it's me and Ben. I said I said War. I said uh, yeah yeah. I said Heat and I said Celtics and six with you. Yeah, and I oh, said seven. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. maybe yeah. not. Yeah, I'm with you. Maybe not. Maybe not. All right. So, Pat Bev, we got it. Mm-hmm. You know, I was I was gonna get on here and just talk massive shit about Chris Paul and like I I, I can't do anything what what Pat Bev did over the last couple of days. Woke up bright and early to get on ESPN. <laughs> To throw dirt on the grave of Chris Paul, and I mean, <laughs> passionate, passionately, 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 just, and I mean, like, I mean, he was getting argumentative and and crazy eyed with Stephen A. Like, I mean, like he was he was really passionate about <coughs> really throwing dirt in the face of of Chris Paul and probably one of his darkest moments. Yeah. <laughs> He did, man. He took he took every advantage to be able to be able to take that. <laughs> he was like, "Yep." <clears throat> so, <clears throat> yeah. It, it we got before we, before we get into that. I did. We did get another comment from our guy Derpy Gaming. Which thanks for hanging on the chat, man. I uh, really appreciate it. Um, as a Cavs fan, I want Oche Ogbaji from Kansas. If he's not there, trade the pick, Love and Okoro to the Jazz for Donovan Mitchell as an option. I really like that, honestly. A Garland, Sexton, Mitchell, Mobley, Allen. That's with marketing off the bench. That's pretty fun. Yeah. That's a lot yeah. of fun. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, I like that a lot. So, yes, Papev goes to, yeah, he calls Chris Paul a cone and then says, you know, like, like, you, like you guys said, like full fledged Undertaker, buried alive match. Mm-hmm. Like went through it all. Um, Chris Paul is going to come back as the Prince of Darkness now. So, <laughs> yeah. Tim's been uh, watching a lot of old wrestling. If you haven't noticed, he's been in a, in a bit of a binge. <laughs> <laughs> I have knee deep in a Ministry of Darkness run from the nineties. That's funny. It didn't last as long as people thought it did, but it was every week it was, was entertaining. Ama- it was amazing. Yeah, every week was entertaining. Um, so that's like I'm like, all right, whatever. Like, you know, Pat Bev going on there and saying that stuff, and like he's entertaining TV, and I know a lot of people like it, but I'm like, you know, you're you're bashing a guy who just got knocked out in the Western Conference Finals and didn't play well, and I get it, but you've literally never played in a Western Conference Finals, like sure, ever. sure, but ne- but neither have the other com- com- well. JJ Reddick's been in the finals. Yeah, he's been in the finals. Okay, okay, he's been in the finals. We'll give it to him. Perks won a title. Yeah, but But yeah. Perks terrible. Like, I will never, never, never give Perk any benefit of anything ever. He's always on the forefront now, too. Like, I don't, I don't, I think he's their their guy. Terrible. Like, like, I think he's, I think he's gotten better. 
uh, with time, but I I don't think he's great. I, I don't know why he's become the go-to, but I fe- have a feeling that Pat Bev is going to get a lot more time later on because of yeah, his... Yeah, why not Matt Barnes? Matt Barnes is super good on Oh, I love yeah. Matt Barnes. I love... Yeah, he used to be on... Uh, it was the show with Rachel Nichols. He was on there quite yeah. a bit. Him and, like, Richard Jefferson and everything, and they were great, but... um. Yeah, Pat Bev, man, he is uh he's trying to make a name for himself right now. But here's the thing, everybody hates Pat Bev. That's his whole role. That's his whole right. shtick is not there is not one player even Damian Lillard went on on Twitter and threw dirt on him. He's like nobody cares about Pat Bev at all. Like nobody. Yeah, right. But but some of the things that that Patrick Beverly said might actually there might be some validity to some of them because he said he doesn't he's like he's like if i'm playing steph curry i'm going to bed at eight o'clock i'm calling my girl telling her i can't hang out i'm getting a good night's sleep because steph is one of the scariest players to probably play against because he could drop 50 on you whereas he's like he's like i don't lose any sleep over chris paul at all um which is funny and he's like he can't guard anybody Like, which, which, yeah. (laughs) And he goes, he's a cone. So, so it's like, you look at all, (laughs) you look at this and it's just him just really burying him. I will give this Pat Bev is a, he is a, a fantastic defensive player. He has given problems to any great point guard in the league over the last 10 years. He's just done it. He is that guy. And he has beef with everyone. He has beef mm-hmm. with, with Damian Lillard. He has beef with Chris Paul. He has beef with Russell Westbrook. Like, nobody likes this guy, but he's probably a great guy to have on your team. That was so funny when he goes, when he says, like, like he's, like, burying Chris Paul, and he goes, I mean, you know, I don't, you know, he's, like, he's not in the same class as Steph and Dame, even Russ. And I went, hold on. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's calm down on Russell Washbrook here, all right? Hey, 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 Russ does have an MVP trophy. We got to give him that. Don't slander my man name. He does have an MVP trophy. You know what I mean? He's got an MVP trophy. I, You know, he did average a triple-double for a season or two. You know what I mean? Two. Yeah, yeah. He might He might have got one this year, just no one noticed. Yeah. <laughs> and then so today, Pat Bev and JJ Redick are on together, and again, JJ brings up the Lakers title, and he goes bubble championship, and it's like you were on the Clippers in that bubble. Mm-hmm. You were like you guys were the odds on favorites for a lot, a lot of people's mm-hmm. eyes to win that bubble championship. So like you talking shit about a bubble title that you choked in and lost to the Nuggets, like. You lost. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's you have he, no say in that. He's he's like a bad politician that hopes you just forget what he said or <laughs> right. did like a couple he months is. prior. Like that's <laughs> like that is that is and that, that is, is the like, tactic that wins everywhere right now. And he's just rolling with it. So whatever, whatever. He's like, oh, they're not gonna remember that. The bubble championship, no one remembers that. And like literally, Tim, when you just said they were in that game, and it's like it's like I, I'll be honest with you, I don't even remember that. Right. That's, that's a lot. Yeah, because they were making fun of the Blazers for losing. Called him one, two, three, Cancun, and the Blazers. And then, uh, <laughs> Tim Lillard was like, "Hey, I got a spot here in Cancun for you when you get out of the bubble." <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So like, I get like the whole he was part of the Clipper Laker rivalry, and you know LeBron cut him from the Heat and all that stuff. But like, know your battles. Know when you're gonna yeah. lose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I, I agree like as a politician, you. know when you're gonna lose. Yeah, yeah, no, I would agree with you a thousand percent. I, like I said, I, I personally am not a Pat Bev guy, um, but uh, you know, it, I think there, like Sean said, there's some definitely some validity to what he says. Um, I respect that, you know, I respect anybody that can make it in the NBA and make a career for themselves, for sure, because it's not it's not easy to do. You know, he's got his niche. He plays the bad guy. He's the defensive guy. I wasn't shocked by what he said because. Him, you know, he has like Sean said, he's got beef with everybody, you know. So, um, I, I think that when you go on shows like that, one, it's about shock value. I mean, he's going to say things that are that are shocking and going to get people talking. Two, it's everybody's auditioning, right? Like, like, like you need something to do after your playing career is over. Everybody's auditioning. So this is him. I can bring shock. I can bring shock value to this. I can talk about this. I can. You know, not saying that he wasn't saying was true, but 
you know, for him to be able to go, you know, toe to toe with a Stephen A. or toe to toe with a JJ Reddick, which him and JJ Reddick, that was a really cool dynamic because for both sure. guys, of course, have played at a high level, um, and both guys know the game, and both guys know some of those guys personally as as friends, right? So that dynamic was cool for them to to be able to speak about and, and and talk about the the ins and outs and nuances of the game. So that part I liked. Um you know bashing a guy that's a, got got that much credibility as Chris Paul um I that doesn't really do much for me, but I can't say that his words weren't valid. I can't say that he wasn't, you know, if if people sure. in locker rooms are saying that stuff then you know maybe maybe there's some validity to it, but I, I you know I'm just not I'm not one for to go in there and just throw shade at a guy that's just lost, you know, his chance to, you know, just lost his chance to play for a ring and, you know, he's hurt. And you're just kicking him while he's down. Like, I, you know, that's just not my thing. So he just, but, he he just really went at him. He, yeah. Like, he just he waited to strike and they were like, would you like to come on ESPN this morning? He's like, I'll be there at 5 a.m. Right. Yeah. He, he was like, he was, a, he was in the lobby. Not- with the polo doing push-ups. He's like, yeah, I'll, I'll be ready. Here. What we got? He's like, I'm ready to go. And also, like, I don't think he blinked the entire interview. He was just like crazy eyes the whole time. He was like, he was like, this guy's a cone. Have you seen him? Have you seen him play? Your eyes are dry, Pat. I can't blink. I'm mad. <laughs> Oh man, oh. that's good stuff. <laughs> yeah, I like. Uh, I'll take I, as much as I don't like him. I will take him over like ninety percent of the people on Talking Head television. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh yeah. I agree yeah. with that. Like I said, I like the fact that I do like the fact that he came on there and was very honest. He didn't. He didn't hold any punches. He wasn't playing politics. I do like that part. You know, even though it was against a guy who you know just. You know, lost his livelihood. But. I'm 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 all for getting Bob Ryan off television somehow and then just putting <laughs> putting B Bev in because man, he's gonna bring some fire. Man, Bob looks yeah. tired. He's they drag yeah. his ass out there every day, yeah, yeah. you know. And I'm like, Bob who cares Ryan, with this? Boston, Boston, Boston Globe. Uh... <laughs> I mean, the guy was probably there in person for Bill Russell games, so yeah, it's was. like you know. So it's like... the worst is they added Mad Dog. That's oh, the one gosh. Like. Yeah. Oh, no, that one I cannot yep. stand. He is yep. I'm so glad JJ Reddick put him in his place that day, man. I, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, you know, with that whole Draymond thing, I'm like, shut up, dude. Like, shut up. It, like, it, 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 nobody cares about the 60s Celtics. Nobody cares. But nobody cares. Nobody cares about Bob Cousy. No one yeah. cares about Bob Cousy. I'm like, I'm like, nobody. Yeah, Tim, like, Tim stop. could beat him at basketball tonight. Right now, <laughs> at this moment. <laughs> him, Tim with a Tim with Tim with a team of firemen and plumbers will beat up Bob Cousy tonight. <laughs> That's what Bob Cousy played with anyway. So what's the big yeah, deal? yeah. <laughs> I think my ice cream man was Bob Cousy's small forward. Exactly. <laughs> Milkman. Milkman. <laughs> no, no, this guy's too much money to play in the NBA back then. Right. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. That the yeah, mad dog's just the worst. Like yeah, he is. I hated him when he was on I hate him when he talks baseball. So like when he talks basketball, it makes me hate him even more. Yeah. So it's like he gets away. further and further apart from reality. Like baseball, he was bad. Basketball, he really don't have any idea what he's talking. So it's just like further and further from what, from what anybody ever would say. You're like that. Don't even make any sense. Like stop talking. Yeah, <laughs> just stop talking. Yeah, just stop. Agreed. Like it's terrible. Yeah, I'm with you. Well, I think we might have hit on everything. Um, did we? John hasn't finished winning time yet, so we can't really talk about it, right? Oh no, I, I, guys, guys, it's gonna happen. I know. It's gonna what happen. episode are you on? I'm on the last one. I just got to finish the oh, last okay. one, guys. Just finish the last one. I just got one, man. So next yeah. week. Next, next week. week. Next week. Yeah, I'm definitely. I'll. I'll probably watch it this week. So. Yeah. So next week we'll be able to talk about it. Well, I will say that this has been a lot of fun. I love this episode every year. Thank you all for tuning in. 
Um, so happened that I just have to have these babies right here, right in front of me wow. as we're recording this. He's wow. totally not prepared for this. Wow. I was sort of like, I like looked over and I was like, oh yeah, those Play are right to the crowd, crowd pop, yeah. crowd pop, Orlando magic. Yep. <laughs> what was that like terrible song that they had that was like they talked about in the thirty uh, to thirty? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, you not think we can get good. a copy of that and play it and not get sued? Ooh, um, at least maybe like, if we get like a cease and desist, I can live with that. I is it is that. it a is it available on the interwebs? Uh, if anyone it's, would know that, I would expect it to be you, Sean. I, I I'm be. I'm unfamiliar. I'll have to look it up, guys. Yeah. It's got to be. Yeah. Well, thank you all for tuning in. Um, as we kind of cruising through, getting ready for the draft. Uh, got a lot of fun stuff coming up. Make sure you give us a nice solid five star review on your podcast description of choice. And of course, like we said at the beginning of the show, 48 minutes basketball network.merchmake.com. Support our brand. It goes a long way and helps us out a ton. And tell all your friends. And we're not talking Taking Back Sunday. Have a good one, everybody. <laughs>